What'd you say? New Greenwich. That's what it's called. Greenwich? This is Maui Wowie. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> my favorite movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie. Press next podcast. Hey yo, I'm Katie, and it's your co-host Corey, and this is the Press Next podcast. Hey, I'm lit about this episode, fam. Yes, if you couldn't out. tell by the title, off it alert. If you, it, it, I just got a little bit for. I got to play this to set the mood real quick. You know okay. what I'm saying? I gotta got set the mood in the background. What it sound like? <laughs> what does it sound like? <laughs> anyway, y'all. Evil. This episode. Insidious. Oh. Is about Stranger Things. Hey. Let's go. I didn't know that that's what it sounded like at first. <laughs> this is the extended version. So. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, this episode is about Stranger Things. We are lit. Thank you for coming back if you have always been a listener of Press Next Podcast. If you are new, we are a podcast that talks about movies, TV shows, documentaries, um, and we nerd out on them, and we nerd out with y'all, and we talk about, you know, some of the real life stuff, but sometimes we just nerd out, which is what we're going to do this episode. Absolutely. So, obviously, this has been a big week for Netflix with the last uh, drop of season four, which I thought was interesting that they did that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into that because okay. I have thoughts about that as well. So okay. just heads up to everybody right now. If you have not, and this is kind of the thing that we struggled when we first started as a, a, a podcast was um, talking about specific shows and movies sometimes limits our audience, right? Like because maybe you haven't seen it yet. Right. So here's the deal. But we've always, you're, you're going to come back and listen at some point, right? Of course you are. Why? Because you love us and we love you. So if you have not, been caught up with Stranger Things. Put this mother on pause. And go watch. Go watch it and get caught up. And then come back. Listen to this. Talk to yourself in the car. Talk with us. Send us an email. Contact at pressnextpodcast.com or your thoughts and theories and everything else. Um, but yes, we're going to be talking about Stranger Things. So there will be spoilers and plenty of them. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't, re- I don't even want to waste too much time, but I do want to ask you just in general, you know, how's your week been? What you been watching? Yeah. Um, week's been good. Week's been good. I'm trying to think of what happened since last time we talked about um, the dropout, which I finished and you finished. I finished that too. Um, You've been watching Grey's. I saw that. Trying to get caught up. Yeah, I'm trying to get caught up on Grey's Anatomy. I... I'm just at the point where I'm just watching to see it through and to finish it out because I feel like the stories aren't really what they used to be. And so I just got to the part where Kate Walsh comes back. So that was pretty exciting. My girl. Okay. Because I like her. Um, And then, of course, as always, um, oh, Below Deck, as always. But. You started something new? Yeah, season two of Only Murders in the Building. I got to get on that. I I told myself I'm going to start season one. Maybe I'll do it this weekend. Typically, when you're gone, I can binge like two or three shows. Yeah, and it's not a super long season, I think. And then there's only three episodes out of the second season. So they're doing week by week drop. Mm, nice. Okay. Well, glad you're doing You seem like you're watching a lot. I, on the other hand, when you were gone. And I finished two books. Oh, yeah, she did finish two books. <laughs> Over the long weekend, I was, you know, here by myself, me and the dogs. Oh, I'm all alone. Oh my <laughs> no, I'm just joking. 
I watched so much <laughs> stuff. He really did. I came home and I was like, what do you do this weekend? And he was like, well, let me tell you. And then he talked for 10 minutes about what he watched. And he was just going through like HBO Max. Like I watched this and I watched this and then I watched this. And then I watched this. I might have hit about like eight movies and a couple of TV shows. So that lets you know how my weekend went. Um, <laughs> I finally saw the Batman. That was good. The new one with Robert the new Pattinson. One. Yes, I enjoyed it. Um, it ain't the Dark Knight, but it's under that. The rest of them are, can, I don't care where they go. Um, I also started Westworld. I don't know how I feel about it right now. Okay. Apparently it's a hard show. Like apparently it's, it's one of HBO's like What's the premise of it? So basically 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 how I how I see it after one episode. I have only seen one episode. This rich guy has created this um um utopia. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? Like when you create like a world that's like mm-hmm. a perfect world or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's a created utopia. this uh utopia. That's like a virtual world, kind of like the Matrix. Imagine it being like the the Matrix. Okay. And there are some people that he sends in. You, these rich people, they, you know, they pay to go to this utopia virtually. Mm-hmm. And they can do whatever they want to in this utopia. Interesting. Right? The non-player characters, they're non-player characters. They don't think that they're real. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they don't know that they're real. But in the first episode, I'm thinking that at some point of the show, they're going to become sentient and like recognize that they're non-player characters. Mm-hmm. And they're like in a simulation. Um, that's what I'm assuming based on the first episode. You know, it's funny too. Oh, buddy who created the map or whatever for, uh, Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Is, he plays like pretty much the same role. In really? This. At least from the first episode. He's, he's part of the, the tech aspect of okay. creating this utopia. But, um, yeah, so I started Westworld. We'll see how that goes. Um, real quick. You said utopia. Do you remember that drink? Fruitopia? Bussin'. Bussin'. One of the best fruit punch drinks of all time. Anytime somebody says utopia, I think of fruitopia. And I specifically think of when my grandpa was in the hospital, I would go to the vending machine. And it was a fruitopia vending machine? And that was, it was a fruitopia vending machine, yes. And that was all I would drink. That lets you know how like popular the drink was, right? Was that it was a whole vending machine. It wasn't a Coke vending machine, it was a fruitopia vending machine. What happened to that? I don't know, but when I was in private school at Pantigo, they had one. Oh, private school. Yeah, no, it wasn't all like that. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Pantigo though. But I went to public school. After three years of private school, so uh, shout out to all my public school people. Anyways, what yeah, else anywho. have you been watching? Um, and then, of course, I've been watching my comfort shows, Martin, stuff like that, uh, just to pass the time. So this weekend, I plan on probably only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to start that. You should. I will disclaim it by, um, what's her name? Selena Gomez, Mm -hmm. she's in it, and her voice in the show really annoys me, and I don't know, I'm not, like, a huge Selena Gomez stan, like, I like her, but I don't know if that's her voice, which I don't think it is, because that wasn't her voice in Wizards of Waverly Place, so it might just be playing into the character of, like, a no-Fs-given character, but she's very monotone Mm. the whole time. We'll see. Like she talks like this and her face doesn't move and she sounds very nasally. Well, maybe that's her. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it's so annoying. But if you look past that, it's a good show. It could be. But 
the other thing I'm going to start, and I guess I should say start again, mm-hmm. I'm going to rewatch Stranger Things. Yes, I want to start it over from, from the, the beginning, too. From the bottom to the top. But you know what? I think I'm going to do what Aaron said and wait until it's almost time for season five to do it. So you're going to wait two years. Okay, maybe not. Not doing that. I'm starting this weekend. You're starting it this weekend? Yes, I'm starting. I would start right now if I could, but we're recording the podcast. Wow. It's going down. I'm starting. Let me tell you why, because we're going to go into this. Okay. Season four. I have a couple questions about this, too. Okay. Season four just ended, y'all. Um, and what a freaking ride. <clears throat> what a season. What a ride. Mm-hmm. How was the season? Rated one to 10. I'd rate the season an eight. Okay. Eight is a very good number, by the way, y'all. Uh, cause 10 is damn near perfect, right? Yeah. 10 is, you would watch it again over and over, mm-hmm. you know, uh, by I, itself, right. Yeah. By itself, like standalone. I would say the same. Okay. Maybe even like a 7.5, but Man, it was good. And it gave me some moments that I will always... There's a couple of videos and moments that will always give me chills and mm-hmm. always make me tear up and always make me emotional. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in this season that gave it to me. So that alone will make it forever iconic. Okay. So why do you give it a 7.5? Actually, I'll go first with why I give it an 8. Yes. And then you tell me why you give it a 7.5. I give it an eight because there were some parts with the main characters where I was like, why does this feel so awkward? Like you're not like you're just reading off of a script. Like Like when? um, There were a couple of times with Will and Mike where I was just like, well, you know why? But... Maybe. And I have a question about that, but I don't know. I just was like, mm, hmm, that seemed a little awkward. Is there a specific scene? Are you thinking about it in the car? No. Okay. Cheesy, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Skating ring? Yes. Okay. I can see that. Um, anybody else specifically in the main character role that you feel like they were like, uh, um, I don't think so. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, and then there <clears throat> were some parts where, um, L Millie Bobby Brown, I'm like, why does she seem like she don't know how to act? But then I remembered that L is not a normal person and doesn't like, read and write like everybody else yes yes, she's (laughs) different she's which makes her character even harder to play exactly which kind of i forgot about and there were some parts where i was like why does she sound like that yeah she (laughs) like 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 she don't know how to talk like she's a robot you know (laughs) what i'm saying but that's she does it she had to learn i know and i forgot about that so so once i remembered that i was like oh this all makes sense now developmentally she's behind right everybody everybody exactly um and she'll probably always be like that, mm-hmm. right? Like the her English will probably always be broken. Right. Things won't ever like just fully click in her brain. Mm-hmm. As much as things from other people won't be able to click about like right. Eleven's gonna understand things that other people are not gonna mm-hmm. understand. Uh and then vice versa. So I feel that. Seven point five for me because I think I didn't necessarily too much enjoy the rollout 
of how they did it. Okay. The part one and then the two episodes, which is pretty much just two movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, part two. Uh, so I don't, and maybe they're just trying something out for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it. I'm willing to tolerate it because it's Stranger Things. Right. If they start doing that with, with other else. stuff, yeah, it's a wrap for me. I'm hanging up my Netflix card. Netflix going to die behind uh, Stranger Things, bro. They're going to die behind Stranger Things because honestly, and I'm sorry, Netflix, y- your run is like almost over. They really got to do something I don't know. I don't big. think so, though. Because we were talking last week about how many big names are in their movies now. But it, the name, but they're still not hitting. That Netflix movie, uh, it's a Netflix movie with the with Kevin Hart. Nobody, right? I watched it this weekend. Ice Cube. No, no, no. Kevin oh. Hart and um, uh, Woody Harrelson. Uh, oh, the man, the man from, is Toronto. from Toronto. Trash. Trash. And, and I feel, and I to me, I feel like that's how Netflix movies are. They go get big name actors, but the stories in the movies are are bad. But what about Bird Box? Bird Box is that what? what? Bird yeah. Bo- yeah, yeah. Bird Box was a moment. I, I put it like this. You ever watch Bird Box twice? Mm. Will you watch it again? I would probably watch it again. Would you watch it more than twice? Mm. Probably not. Bird Box was a moment. Bird Box had a moment, and I think it was just because it was so different, like thinking about living in a world where you had to be whatever, and then the internet took it to something else. So my attachment to Bird Box is more so my attachment to the internet and the memes and stuff that came through Twitter than it is the actual film. Right, the actual film itself was like still. I'm still somewhat confused. We still got kind of left out, and it was at a prime time when, um, AKA apocalypse movies were like high yeah. movies, right? So like everything's in there, but not to say that Netflix doesn't have some hits. They they have some hits, obviously, because that's why they got their money. That's why they ever to distribute these movies. Mm-hmm. And have, but they also have really good series that people follow. Right. Like but, Jenny and Georgia. Right, or, right, I never right. watched that, but people love that. Um, Stranger Things, obviously. You I see know. the deal they just did with the Duffer Brothers? Mm-mm. So they, they just did a huge deal with the Duffer Brothers, you know, the creators of Stranger Things. And this is why I said they're going to die behind the Stranger Things. This, to me, is a red flag. Okay. They Netflix and chill is like their thing mm-hmm. now. Because we made it their thing. Oh, you want Netflix and chill. Which means they're promoting binge watching. Right. Which, of course, like we promote as well. Like, I want you to be able to sit on the couch all day and do what I did this weekend. It was so therapeutic to sit on a couch and not do nothing and just be entertained all weekend long. Cry, go through my like range of emotions. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Your boy cried a couple times. I was happy. I was laughing. All of that. So I, I encourage... Ben's watching if you have the time and you want to relax like sit your ass down mm-hmm. remember how beautiful it was during the pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> anywho on the other side of that though is that with their with their promotion of binge watching from a business standpoint it doesn't sustain what happens is everybody will watch an entire series in a weekend and never watch it again which also means they're not retaining the information that they're watching they won't actually be caught onto it they don't have to think about it episode to episode. That's true. They're not in love with it. Why do we, even with the Disney Channel shows, That's So Raven and stuff, they're, they're first off, hands down, great shows. Mm-hmm. They also ran week to week for years. And we would watch an episode, go to school around our peers and talk about that episode and wait for the next episode to then watch the episode, talk about our peers 
It's just like school, right? When you, you go to class, you're supposed to study outside of class so you can retain the information that you learned in class. That's true. But also, there were reruns. So we were watching episodes more than once. You watching reruns. I'm watching shows when they live. No, I'm saying, obviously, but I'm saying that, like, that's a Raven. They would play the same episode every day, you know? Okay, so when you, how old was you? Because they that wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was Friday, That's a Raven. Uh, I mean, and- no, new episodes would come out of That's a Raven, Hannah Montana. But through the week, they're still playing reruns. Oh, yeah. So and I, I feel that's like what I'm saying is like, you're watching the same episode more than once. So that's also plays into it sticking. Whereas here, we're not just going and restarting a series unless it's a show like Martin or Friends or Bernie Mac, where we start from the beginning of a season, you know, right? or our favorite episode. I don't know. I think I, don't, I have to go look at the old programming because I feel what you're saying. But I don't remember ever watching like a rerun during the week. I remember them showing it on Friday and then they would show like the rerun, the rerun. Why is it so hard to say? The rerun an hour earlier on like Saturday, right? So if the re- if the episode came out Friday at 8 p.m., mm-hmm. they would show like the rerun Saturday at 7. Mm. And then like during the week, I'm sure they probably programmed it during the week. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I'm not watching TV during the week. One, shout out to my parents. They wouldn't let us, even though we still would. But two, I'm not watching Disney stuff because I knew the fire stuff came out Friday. And there was always marathons, too. Right, right. They had the... Exactly. But that was... I feel like that was in between the seasons, right? Where they would have, like, um, the seasons off. So we're going to have a That's All Raven marathon Friday night. Because Friday night was, like, they thing. But either way, TV programming it was genius behind the fact of, even if we're doing reruns, not everybody's going to watch the reruns, but we have to program something on our channel. But people are going to set their DVR to record something or to watch something when it actually came out to anticipate the show. I know people who scheduled around. I mean, we did. We scheduled around mm-hmm. TV shows. Yeah. I want to watch this show at this time when yeah. it was happening live. So we watched that and then we talk about it with our friends. Like The Bachelor. Yes. Like this podcast, like, like everything that we do. And because we did that, they will forever be cemented in our minds. Yeah. What I feel like now, though, is that we can still, even though we're inundated with entertainment, so much entertainment, Mm -hmm. if you're not watching it, I feel like if you're not pacing yourself and also talking about it, it's going to go like in your head. You remember it for a little bit and then I'm going to go out. No, that's so true. I watch things and then I'm like, I don't know what I just watched. Same with reading. I'll read something so fast and then ask me about it three, four months later. I'm going to be like, I don't know what that book was about. <laughs> right. But it's also because that's how our brains work, right? Mm-hmm. Our brains are masters of forgetfulness. And they recognize that like a lot of the stuff we watch and don't actually make like, it doesn't matter for us to live. Mm-hmm. So if we end up talking about it more with other people, then our brains start to say, Oh, this must be important. We need to remember this moment. Or we attach that moment to, to a life experience, which is why we remember stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't. I remember every Martin episode because of what it was when I was younger, how many times I watched it, and, that what it, and every time I'm watching the episode, I think about those times. Yeah. Right? It sits me back to those times. Mm-hmm. And because I the volume that I watch it. Right. But the volume is attached to my experiences and my thoughts, almost like a smell. When you smell something, you're like, oh... I remember the smell when I was 12. Like, I, that's how I feel about those shows. Mm. 
And the okay. reason why is because I feel like they program it right. Netflix is a binge-watching programmer, and I think that's going to be hurtful to them. And I think it has been hurtful to them, which is why now we have ads. Now they're cracking down on password sharing. They're losing subscribers because I think they're programming wrong. And the only thing that's saving their butt is they got an ace in the hole with Stranger Things. Yeah. They're doing... So they gave the Duffer Brothers a, a, a spinoff of that show. They gave the Duffer Brothers a live action... Uh, the, the rights to the live action Death Note. Mm. Which, did you watch Death Note? Mm-mm. I didn't. They gave the Duffer Brothers uh, yeah, like four more projects. Yeah, but you know why I think Netflix won't die? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Is because everything... So most people have Netflix or have access to Netflix because it was right. like the streaming app, the first one, right? And I feel like most people have Hulu, but not everyone has Hulu. And definitely not everybody has Disney+, Plus, Prime HBO, Video, Prime Video, Peacock, Peacock all of yeah. the other ones. So... With that being said, I feel like there's always more conversation around Netflix movies or Netflix TV shows because sure. everybody has access to it. And so then they become very um, conversation-based shows on the internet. For sure. And so people are like, oh, y'all need to watch this on Netflix, on their Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, whatever. People are talking about it. So... I think that once people talk about it, other people don't want to feel left out. Then so they, they go to yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah. And so that's why I think that Netflix won't die. Yeah, I don't think it will ever die. I'm just thinking that it'll, it's, it's going to like, like super down. slide down. Yeah. Because when you have uh, affordable platforms like HBO Max dropping Euphoria, yeah. like shows like that. Yeah, true. They put their money behind it and they program it right. Insecure. Insecure? When, exactly. Mm -hmm. So when people start to branch out to see... There's better quality yeah. on HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max has a lot of good stuff. I'm going to HBO Max yeah. if I had to choose the two. I want to look up some of the biggest names on Netflix. As far as their, their movies or shows? Shows. Stranger Things got to be number one. Right? Um, like, what's bigger than Stranger Things? Then... Br Bridgerton? Oh, Bridgerton, yes. Oh, duh. I forgot about that one. Uh, Ozark? Yeah. I didn't realize that was a Netflix show. Uh, the Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Okay. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's what it says the top ones are. But I didn't know that Ozark was a Netflix thing. For sure. Let's see. Um, let's see. Movies. What do you think the movies are? Um, That's tough. First off, I might be... I'm not going to backtrack, but... Let me apologize, Netflix. Y'all got some heaters. I forgot about them. Y'all got some heaters. I forgot. Y'all got some. You got something in the tuck. Um. Okay. So popular movies. Uh, Hustle with Adam Sandler. Oh, that's out right now. The Man from Toronto. That's like the list right now. Spiderhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hold on. I'm talking like all time. And some of the Netflix originals are only originals because they bought the. Well, we're not even going to talk about that. That is true. That's a, that's a whole another uh, topic for conversation. But I still feel like Stranger Things is their claim to fame and will forever be their claim to fame. Yeah. And when it's all said and done, oh, 
Oh, man. Bridgerton was a moment, too. Dang, I forgot that Homecoming was a Netflix exclusive. See, they do stuff like that. Beyonce, that's, yeah. That's how they be smart. They be smart with, with stuff like that. That's genius. Yeah. And the documentaries that they have, too. But anyway, anyway, I don't want to get too far in the weeds with Netflix. But my point of all of this... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we went off on a tangent. Yeah, my point with all of that is that I think that they need to program Stranger Things differently. Okay. I would enjoy... Like a week by week? Something. Even if it's two times a week. A Tuesday, Friday drop. I, either way, okay. I would enjoy a breath in between episodes. The anticipation. Yeah. I hate waking up on Saturday morning or Friday morning, actually. This is what happened to me. I muted everything on Twitter. Yeah. Before. Everything. At least I thought everything. I didn't mute Max. Mm. And I woke up and the first on a Friday morning, mind you, it dropped Friday at like midnight. I woke up and the first thing on Twitter when I opened up Twitter was a spoiler. Mm, luckily, I didn't see any spoilers before. The first thing I seen. And I'm like, bro, if they... Not that you wouldn't have spoilers because the episode came out. People did that with power, right? Mm -hmm. But that's why we so attached to power. We just need better programming when it comes to Stranger Things. Netflix, please listen. Go ahead. Program Stranger Things better. Give us some anticipation. I will say that Euphoria, my favorite thing about Euphoria is watching it when it comes out Yep. and seeing all the live tweets. Literally, I only use my Twitter anymore for like live tweets live of t TV shows. Right. Um, Bachelor and Bachelorette and then Euphoria. That's literally all I use Twitter for anymore. But I loved getting on there, seeing what everybody else's reactions were because people are so funny with the memes that they come up mm -hmm. with immediately. Mm -hmm. um, and then going on TikTok afterwards and hearing all of the theories about what's going to happen exactly. next, next week. week. And that's what I'm saying. That was really cool. That's what, that's yeah. the programming. Yeah. That's what I'm, now we got to wait two years. Right. Yeah. To get to, and we watched it in two days. <laughs> how many episodes was it? Right. So you, you had nine episodes. Mm -hmm. Two, three of them were almost an hour or were over an hour, and 30 minutes. Yeah. So you really could have got 14 to 15 episodes, right? True. 14 to 15 episodes spread out each one a week. That's 15 weeks. It would have felt much longer, which means 2024 would have been 15 weeks closer Yeah, for us. That's true. And so it doesn't feel like it's so far away and we missed it all. And I need to go back and watch everything. I want to watch everything when it gets closer. You know, Euphoria, even with the other shows, even if it was, all right, Stranger Things, Stranger Things going to drop on a Friday, drop that mug on a Friday night. Mm. Don't drop it at midnight on Friday when everybody can see it and then people gotta go to work make people Wait go to work it. and be like yo I can't we gonna throw Stranger Things watch parties tonight it's gonna drop at 8pm Eastern Standard Time you know what I'm saying that's six, that's 7pm our time and 6pm LA time right mm -hmm. that means everybody should be PM off LA time, oh yeah yes. I'm tripping I'm tripping everybody should be off work so mm -hmm. maybe drop it at 9 I don't know <laughs> And that way, everybody's essentially watching at the same time. Right. That's we get them live Well, tweets. and that's why m most stuff does come out at 7 p.m. Central Time. Right. Try to get it up out of there, man. Try to get it up out of there. So that's all. That's the only reason I give it a, a, a little notch. Yeah. Is that. Sorry we went so long on that. <laughs> but what is what was like your um, like favorite moments of this season? I think it had... Ooh. I think this season had great moments. Yes. There were so many great moments. Um. I think my all-time favorite moment was when Hopper came home. 
Uh, and she was like, I left the door open that was three tough. inches. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, that was tough. That made my eyes swell up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I know. I got the water eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a favorite moment. Another favorite moment. I mean, really the last two episodes or even three episodes were just so, there were so many moments from those. Mm-hmm. Um. Steve talking about his family, his future family. <laughs> that yeah, was cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there's so many. Yeah, Max I'll is... tell you the most awkward episode. <laughs> what? What episode? This one, Elle is trying to like and use her powers happening. against that girl and nothing's happening that's and everybody's funny. staring at her. I'm like, yes, oh, Elle's funny. the weird, weird girl. The funny part about it was that like, we all know somebody in school. That was like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And uh, and I would like I'm not messing with them first off, but also stop bullying these people. And that was some whole stuff. How you gonna bully L? And then when she's clocked you over the head with a skate, you gonna press charges? Yeah, well, L clocked her pretty good. That oh well, they didn't did everything to L. Yeah, all she did was hit her with a skate. You be all right. Your nose will bleed. Get some stitches. Keep it. Get a coat and keep it moving. Yeah, like stop playing. That was whack. But um. I tell you what, I mean, we got some good moments from this. We got the max moment when she's, you know, we get to run up the hill, running out of the upside down. Mm-hmm. Hard. Hard, yeah. Hard, yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Episode four episode was one four. of the best episodes in TV history. I agree with that. That was such a good episode. Hard and episode. Sadie, the actress that plays Max, mm-hmm. phenomenal. Oh, uh, phenomenal. For- and we're not First even going to talk about all, Caleb. I'm about yeah. to, we're not going to talk about all of They really stuck. All of them, Except yeah. maybe Will. But, <laughs> but Will going through something. But we're going to have his moment season five. Yeah. Season I five think, is Will. We'll talk about that later. Okay, I'm about to say. Will will have his moment. but um, And maybe that was by design. That yeah, because it be starts so, with him and ends with him. No, no, no. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm oh. talking about the fact that he was so ass this season. Oh, yeah. Right? Was that his, com- his like comeback would be next season. Yeah. But... Um, Everybody was just everybody did a fantastic job, but that episode four was hard. The the imagery yeah, with her floating like um like like Pennywise kids, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then the shout out to whoever selected running up the hill. Yes, and shout out to Kate Bush who has made two point five million dollars your coin girl off of that song. Get I read your something coin. yesterday, and it might even be more than that by now, but I think it's number one. Well, on the, it, on the list right now, it is. It should be technically. I saw a TikTok about that earlier about how technically it's not, but it should be. Mm. But was that even like a super popular song back in the day? I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't know, but also streaming wasn't what it is today, right? But that's my my point is to all artists out there, including myself. This is really a message to me. But if you make music, bro, don't worry about what other people think, bro. Make the music, and put it out mm-hmm. because. I guarantee you, in, in Kate's wildest dreams, that she never imagined this happening. In 2022. Years later. Yeah. She never imagined that her song would be... 40 years later. One of the perfect... The I'm most like, the perfect, 80s, that's 20 years ago. Yes. Um, no. no, ma'am, it's not. <laughs> one of the most perfect music matches of all time. Yeah, it was perfect. And then infused in the entire rest of the season. Yeah. Right? Because, honestly... The theme of the season is they're almost they're climbing out of a hole. Yeah, they're running up the hill. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And the duality of uh, switching places. Oh, I was about to say it. Oh, I was about right? to say it. Like, whoever is the music director and selected that damn song should get an a- L saying, I can piggyback. Right. I can, I can switch places, essentially. Right. It, come on, bro. Listen, y'all have no idea. I'm nerding out right now. I'm nerding out. Y'all have no idea the roles that people play when it comes to what you watch and why you love it so much. Mm-hmm. It is not only the writers. It is not only the editors and people like that. It is, it, it's like. It's lights. It's, the, it's choreography and not choreography, dancing, choreography, body b- movement. Yes. Like we talked about. What was the, what Blocking was the word? Blocking and stuff Blocking. like that. It's music. The it's right music, yeah. music can change everything. The wrong shout music can change Zimmer. everything. Yeah, shout out to my boy Hans. Um, but I mean, he, Hans going crazy right now on He's TikTok with his uh, with the Interstellar score, mm. right? Like he, Hans. Anyway, I'm I'm not gonna Hans. My point is that was a great moment. Another great moment. There were some other moments I didn't I don't like. Like what? I don't like the portrayal of the two black characters. Um, Lucas and his, and his sister. When you don't at, like the at the betrayal? end, is yeah, that what you said? Yeah. Oh, at the end, I where thought you said betrayal. I was like, essentially oh. the um, you know, the high school jocks. They come the the white jocks come and they really only attack two black people in the show. Well, of course, it's the eighties. <laughs> they didn't have to do that though, <laughs> right? But yeah, they're not thinking like that. But but the racial aspects haven't necessarily been, and that's. That's another critique about Stranger Things. But the racial... I haven't seen too much of the racial aspect play a role, even though it should be. Yeah. Especially where they're located. Now, last season, definitely. But this season should have been more with Lucas. And there's... I just didn't like the imagery of of his sister being pinned to the ground. Yeah. By this white dude. And the other white dude comes up with a gun and holds him like... You know what I'm saying? Like he's about to kill it. You know? Yeah. But also, let's talk about low-key characters who are... Like she drives amazing. The, she oh, it's two of them to me. Okay, her. Uh huh. When she came on the scene, she changed the show. Yeah. In a way, I think she come. She almost kind of saved the show. Yeah. And then the pizza guy. <laughs> a lot of you know. I've, I've been reading this too. I've been reading this too. I think his name was um. Damn it! What was his name? Yo, it started with an A. Argyle. Is that his name? Argyle? I don't even. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> I think his real name is Eduardo. Eduardo. Eduardo Franco. This man, I've seen him get slander on social media. Why? Because they just think like his character is so bland. But here's the thing. If Eduardo's character was a, a blonde white girl, everybody would have loved her. Because hmm. he's just like stupid and aloof. Yeah. People thought his character was bland? Yes. I but think that he just adds like a lightheartedness. That's his job. All of the that's chaos. his job. It's the yeah. comedic relief, right? Exactly. He's able to, he's able to add the levity to the situation. Right, but he's not dumb. He's the one who was like, oh, I have a plan. Let's he's, go to the pizza you. shop. <laughs> I, he's the only person that helped L piggyback so he, she can get into Max's brain. Right. If he's not there... I haven't read any of that. I'm so shocked. Max, Oh, I've seen a bunch of it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But if he's not there... So he played a role... And that's the thing with, with B characters, right? Mm-hmm. So B, And I would argue he's almost like a C character. But every year they introduce a new character. Right. But their characters are always going to connect back to the main point. Mm-hmm. It's never about them. Mm-hmm. Even though they have their own arc, but you never want it to be about them. About them, yeah. Um, and so, of course, that's his, his job is just to come in, add some sort of comedic relief, even with the van that he drives. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? With the big surfboard on yeah, it. Yeah, like, when you see that, you can't help but laugh. They're in a serious situation where they're at, like, this place in the desert. 
you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they've got freaking CIA, FBI, military grade people around them shooting rockets at them. And you see this damn pizza van. True. That's hilarious, bro. That is. Like, bring your bring your anxiety down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids in a van are here and he's the only one that had the the brains to figure out that he can go to the pizza place to get the salt so she can float and uh, piggyback into the brain. So, but I just didn't like that. The, the They could have changed up characters, you know, a little bit more woke time, but maybe that's just me. Mm-hmm. What else didn't I like? I think they spent too much time in the first two episodes explaining a little bit about how like, Elle doesn't have her powers, you know, like trying to mm-hmm. show that she doesn't have her powers. Yeah. I think all of that was necessary, though. What did you think when we found out that Vecna was okay what did you think when you found out that um one was one that henry was vecna well that one because we we learned about one as a kid right yeah and then we learned that he was one the vecna was one or before vecna before we figured that out what did you think when we learned that the uh the guy who was helping her was one i mean I immediately knew he had to be. Dang, it's not somebody lifting weights. What the hell was that? I don't know. I'm talking uh, construction stuff. I immediately thought, oh, he has to be somehow either tied to Vecna or he has to become Vecna. Because mm, why okay. are they showing Eleven, like you know, her old stuff? Yeah. And and to get her powers back, she had to go back in time. Yeah. Right. And so I'm thinking to myself, what is his? What is the meaning of his character? Mm-hmm. That's true. So he, I didn't think there that. has to be some sort of tie I was there. <laughs> no, I wasn't shocked at all. I actually thought it was kind of lame that they showed the one tattoo and then they showed his tattoo like a Vecna. I'm like, y'all took too long to get to that. Yeah. We, we have already pieced that together. That's true. You know, y'all could have did that one a little bit earlier, you know, or maybe snuck that into another episode or something like, oh, yeah. I saw what he was doing this. I saw the tattoo on his arm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I already knew that. So I think they, hmm. they probably didn't, or I assume that. They probably could have did a better job. And I even think that episode was too long. Yeah, I agree Like, with them that. trying to get into all it, they just took too long on some things. Or they could have spread it up in a different episodes. Mm-hmm. It was just, the pacing on some of the episodes was a little bit slow. Uh, but glad that Eleven got her powers back, so she essentially just repressed them. Mm-hmm. And she was able to, you know, get them back. But right. I also like the storyline between, um, who's the real villain, Right. Is it Eleven? Is it Papa or whatever his name yeah. is, uh, Martin, or is it Henry? True. From each perspective, it's different. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then, did you like the storyline with Joyce and Hopper? Um, yeah. I mean, it feels good. You have to have. Some sort of, uh, it can't just all be about the kids, right? Right. So you have to have their support because they were the support from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way that they kind of fall out and things still work. Mm-hmm. Right. It, even if they did fall out, they're going to somehow work their way. Right. And then you also had to think to themselves, well, how does, how does my boy get from, from Russia? Mm-hmm. The only way he's getting from Russia has to in, involve that storyline. Mm-hmm. Were you um, surprised to see him still alive? after the finale of season three a little bit 
Yeah. Because same. I mean a little bit because what what happened, mm-hmm. but also I'm thinking to myself, how do they tie in the Russia time like yeah aspect of it? Yeah. Because that was the I think season three was when Russia like really came into play. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, what the hell? But in looking a it's little bit further, Russia. <laughs> well, it's not really. Okay, so you know, I'm just gonna give you the, the basis of the the whole thing, the breakdown. So Stranger Things is really kind of just like what we're watching is D and D. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much what we're watching, right? And L's character is in 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 Martin, not Martin, but uh, Henry. Are based off of MK Ultra. You remember what MK Ultra was? Yes. Okay. So, and that was like during the Cold War. And the Cold War, you know, was us the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. And so that makes sense for them to have Russia in the timeline, right? But I wasn't connecting the two at first because if you're not really well versed in D and D or MK Ultra, you're not. Yeah. You're not gonna understand the tie. And I'm not like super versed in D and D, so shout out to all the D and D folks. I'm sure y'all knew this. Mm-hmm. Vecna's from D and D, but also, and that's where everything probably happened from the first season when they're playing D and D, and they recognize that they have Demogorgons and everything else. Why they have all these names? They need to make them up. So, what was the what was the villain in the first season? First couple of seasons, what we thought was a villain was the Demogorgons, right? Yeah. And then <clears throat> season two or three, I think it was season two, the Mind Slayer, maybe season three, the Mind Slayer, mm. Mind Flayer. It's always been Vecna. Vecna is the, Vecna is Thanos. Is Thanos. Like the lead right. guy. Right. He's created all of this. Yeah, that's true. Right. So, hmm. Anyway. That's how I see it. The demo, the Demogorgon. I am glad that they still had a Demogorgon in this. Um, but they only had it really because it's Russia. Because Russia is trying to tap into it, yeah. just like America is, right? Like, yeah. and the Demodogs. But they kind of whack though. I'm kind of. I hope they're gone. But they're not going to be. They're minions Why? essentially. Because now we got once you're okay. So we've and this is how I just feel about all villains. Okay. Once you have been defeated. And it's shown that you have been defeated. We can defeat you again. Yes. So you're you're kind of uh, minuscule True. as a villain. Okay. That's fair. And that's why this whole time they were like, oh, they're scared of fire. So all you needed was a flamethrower, really. And hopefully a flamethrower don't go out. That's fair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they become like, I'm like, all right, get them out, the storyline. I mm-hmm. don't care. They don't scare me as much anymore. Before, it was like, how do you kill them? Now it's like, oh, we know. We get know the, get them up out of here. Yeah. You know? That's fair. Um, One more question I have for you. What did you think of our new character, Eddie? Chrissy, wake up. <laughs> I don't like this. Chrissy, wake up. I love Eddie. I actually think Eddie's going to play. I don't think Eddie's dead. Really? <laughs> I don't think Eddie's dead. Really? This is, I am adhering to this theory. I don't care what nobody says. There's a theory online and I believe that this is true because I feel like they snuck in a lot of hints. You've seen his bat tattoos, right? Yeah. Okay. The dem- the Demobats or whatever. The Duffer Brothers have already said you can't die from a Demobat bite. Now you can die from bleeding out, but he had. Remember what weapon he chose to use? Remember the trash can lid the with the spikes. The trash can lid with the spikes. Hear yeah. me out. In D and D, there's a character named Kaz. Okay. Has a has a shield with spikes on it. 
is Vecna's right hand man in the Upside Down, or just right hand man, ends up turning on Vecna and kills Vecna. Hmm. Okay. Eddie's not dead. Okay. Well, I would like to see that. You feel me? Okay. Well. Also, did he go before Max? Mm. I need to look this up. Did he go before Max? Because if he didn't go before Max, Max, Max set off the fourth bell. But why? Why couldn't Eddie set off the fourth bell? I don't remember. So I got to look that up. But that's my theory on Eddie. But I loved Eddie. I, I loved... think he went before. He might have. He might have. I just can't remember. I don't know. Um, but I loved Eddie's character. I loved his story. And I, I thought it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I thought him, quote unquote, dying was actually very beautiful as well. And even the even though the town thinks that he's a killer. Yeah. Right? He went through a beautiful character arc. Yeah, he did. Of when we first met him, we were like, oh, he's that asshole. Yeah. Right? He's that one high school person who has stayed back behind, way too old for everybody. He's a dick. Yeah. Like the uh, like the guy in Breakfast Club. Yes. Yes. It's a very similar character arc, mm-hmm. right? But he's an asshole. Then when you get to see him more personally, he was probably one of the most caring characters of all of the Stranger things characters right even though he you know he's a drug dealer but even when he's using or dealing in drugs with the old girl he's not trying to like he's trying to let her know like okay i can help you out but like yo you what's going on yeah and then chrissy dies you know and he fucked up from that mm-hmm. he's so fucked up he runs away like he's really fucked up right um and you can chrissy, see it's really, wake up exactly you can see that it's weighing on him heavy and people aren't going to give him the chance uh, of uh, uh at all Right. And I think it's really because of his appearance and who he is. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have the rocker haircut, specifically in the 80s, especially when like cults are like a thing, mm-hmm. um, you can see in the meeting, they don't care that when they talk about the Hellfire Club, it's a it, it's not like a cult. You right. know, when a girl stands up like, that's bullshit, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They're not listening to any of that because they already have an image in their head. Right. And his arc. It's the hair. It's right. the trailer park. It's the uncle. It's the rebelliousness. Yeah. It's all of that. So we, there's no way you have to be this terrible person. It's rock. Right. It's rock. Cause of course <laughs> rock music is the. The devil's music. The de- oh my gosh. That'll be the one. Right. And then he goes through, you see him being scared and you see him being a coward as well. Mm-hmm which plays into his big moment where he's not a coward anymore. And he goes back and he fights longer to try to keep said, the gate open. He said, I didn't run. This I didn't time. run this time. He, another moment on my eyes is just teary. Ugh, we felt same. that because his character arc was so strong. And I think I felt that so much because of his relationship with Dustin. Yes. Yes. But he had such a great relationship with the kids and well, not even just Dustin, but like everybody. Yeah. Right. But, we know that. And that's the that's the great thing about being a member of the fourth wall, right? Mm-hmm. Is we know things that other characters in the show don't know. Right. Which is what Dustin says at the end. If they would have just knew him. Mm-hmm. But I think that goes for everyone, you know? Right. We're right. so quick to slap labels on people when we have no idea what they come from, what they deal with at home, what they're going through. Right. If we spend a little time with them, we might change our minds. Mm-hmm. We just just a little bit and of time. And maybe people are assholes because they've been burned and they don't want 
people to get close enough to hurt them because they've been hurt so many right. times. Right. They got them defense mechanisms up, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think he, like the Dark Knight said, lived long enough to see himself become a villain. And also like the Dark Knight, that he is the villain that uh, Hawkins needed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to, while he is technically a hero, I think Hawkins needs to believe that he's the villain. Okay. So that they can be able to like move on. So I loved Eddie's, um, I loved his arc. Me too. Rest in peace, Eddie, if you're dead. If you're coming back, help us kill Vecna. <laughs> With metal. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, come on. And the Metallica? Oh yeah. Okay. It was great. Great music choice, man. It was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect for him. Very fitting. I also saw that Metallica is, um, that song is on the charts now. Oh, of course. Of course. Anytime something goes viral on social media, it's going to get charted. Especially if it's on TikTok, because you can get the streams from that. So it's going to go crazy. Um, but what's your... I got a question. So okay. Max was, uh, you know, Max got the floating. Mm-hmm. But she got saved. You know what I'm saying? And we and we also have seen this before in Will, right? Will survived the Upside Down by singing his favorite song. Remember that? No. Will would always sing... I don't remember ...like that. his favorite song. Almost like, remember I told you when tornadoes come, we would sing at the cross in the hallway? Yeah. Okay. Remember, that's what Will did in his little uh, house, you know, that he had in the yeah. Upside Down. And he'd be like curled up and he'd be singing his favorite song. Huh. So, hey, music, man. True. Music will save your soul. Uh, but, so, you asked this on your uh, Instagram. So, I, I feel did. like I got to ask you and you can read some responses. Yeah, others, I'll but. read some responses first. So, I asked on my Instagram just because I want to know, like, obviously, if that's... If somebody is, if this song is going to save you from the upside down, it's your favorite song. So I wanted to see what everyone's answers were. So I have. Mm, well, what's your favorite song? What's your float song? My float song is, I asked Corey what he thought my, uh what the song would be I and called he out. said i called it out he said zombie by the cranberries oh my gosh but that's not what i chose okay but that is a close second so i know you do or know it you. might work it'll definitely work it, it that would cinematically be beautiful it would great but go ahead what's your number one zombie do that. that is my jam. Sounding like she got hiccups. <laughs> that is my jam. And every time I sing it, I think it gets stuck in your head, doesn't it? No. Yeah, because she goes, eh, 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 eh. That's like a hiccup. And I'm like, bro, that shit is annoying. What's in your head? That is annoying. But, hey, if this you love the song, you love the song. No, but I think my song would be All Too Well, the 10-minute version by Taylor Swift. <laughs> We're not playing 10 minutes. You're going to die in Upside Down. Okay? I'm not going to die in the Upside Down because that song is going to keep me alive. And, you know, that's less times that the that the track has to play. Are you going to remember it all too well? Of course. Less time the track got to play. Gonna be listening. Imagine listening to that over and over in your head. Hey, if we get you out, get you out. Well, okay. Here's some of the responses I got. No love. I'm thinking this was... Little Wayne Eminem. Oh, I thought it was you know, Nidra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. Huh? Through the Wire. Kanye, Kanye West. Oh, that's tough. That would have been tough too. Parachute by Neck Deep. That's tough. Wildflowers by Tom Petty. Okay. Juicy by Biggie Smalls. Tough. 
and Yellow by Coldplay. I can't listen to Yellow no more. Yellow freaks me out, but that would, that's tough. Why? Yellow would be, I told you, I follow a TikTok account. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That um, they, they only do like plane crashes. Your and they skin. always play Yellow. Oh, yeah, your skin. And they start right at that point. So I, every time I hear Yellow, uh, I'm like, uh. And we was in the airport in, in Seattle coming back and they played that. I was like, my God, please. I was just put on my headphones. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear this, man. I don't want to hear this. Um, okay, I like all of them. Mine would have been Saturday by Ludacris. Saturday. But I changed it up at the the end. I changed it up because this song, and the reason why I say this song is for two reasons. It will always, 1,000% always, I don't care what mood I'm in. If you play this mug, I'm going to be lit. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to sing. And it just makes me feel good. It also has a tie to a movie. Oh. Is it what? Yes. I was gonna say, is it Eighteen by Travis Scott? No, 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 no. Because you, you used to be playing that song all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's nowhere even near my. I don't even say that's some of my top hundred favorite songs. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> you gonna laugh at this one because it's nowhere on your map. Fantasy by Mariah Carey. <laughs> what? Fantasy by Mariah Carey, man. I'm sorry. I don't think I've ever heard you play if that I, song. What you mean? I played it today. I literally played it today. And if you hear this mug, as soon as you hear it, you'll be like, I got to use it. Hold up. Let me let me get to my part real quick. And especially because it reminds me of a certain movie that I love that I almost watched this weekend, y'all. Well, Mariah Carey definitely going to snap you out of any trance you're in with her. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's not even that that's going to snap me out. You ready for this? Hey. If I hear this mug, how hard would that be if they did like a spooky rendition of that? They slowed it down, kind of like Free Guy. Because remember that was Free Guy's mm-hmm, song? Mm-hmm. Same thing. You play that mug. Hey, I'm in that mug. And you walk by every night. I'm lit, bro. I'm ready. That would literally Ooh. be like Free Guy because it just played all the time throughout that movie. Exactly. And so I'll be lit. It would be fantasy, Mariah Carey. Um, but okay. yeah, that's my, that's, my, that's my float song. So if I'm ever tripping, y'all, if I'm sad, I put on social media, you know, I'm feeling a little bit depressed. Times have gotten me down. The world has beat me uh, across the head. Just tell me. Put <laughs> go, on listen to go listen to fantasy. I'm going to be lit. Okay. I'm going to start dancing. This is just a sweet, sweet fantasy, baby. All right. I would like to know everybody's float songs. Yes, though. man. If you want to tell us your float song, either send us a DM uh, press next podcast on IG or send us an email, please. I've been waiting for an email from y'all. Contact at pressnextpodcast.com. Tell us your float song. Tell us your theories for ser- uh, season five. Mm. Tell us your favorite moments. Um, and we'll talk about them. But what are your theories for season five? All right. Theories. Um, I definitely think that it's going to be all about Will. And also, I want to go back to that because I forgot to bring it up. Um, I think that I might be oblivious, but I've seen a lot of people saying like they represented LGBTQ with um, Maya Hawke's character, Robin, and Will. Yes. I was getting the (laughs) I was getting the vibes that Will was in love with Elle. (laughs) Will is in love with Mike. 
Well, now I'm seeing that everywhere, and I'm like, what well, the hell was I watching? The thing is, they didn't do a great job with um, Will. They did a good job with Robin. And yeah. They made it very apparent to Robin, right? Yeah. Um, they just did, they did it very subtly with Will. And, and I think that... I, the- I think that the reason I thought he was in love with Elle is because he was spilling it out to Mike because he wanted it to work so much. And because he's on if the van? He, yes, because if he couldn't have Elle, then he wanted Mike to have her because he knew that Elle would never see him like she does Mike. So that's why I thought that. I thought much like old buddy thought who was driving the car, I looked in the rear view mirror. His brother, Jonathan. He was like, that boy is talking about Mike. He ain't talking about Elle. He's using L as a proxy. Right. To get out his feelings. See, I didn't see that either. Because when he looked in the rearview mirror, I was thinking that, that that Jonathan was thinking, man, he's really going through it. Not, he's gay. He's talking about himself. Yeah, man, it's just talking to you, my boy. You are the heart. That's why all the focus is always like on him. Every time Will do something, it's always on Mike. Yeah. That's why he was like, why are you tripping? Like, we not friends. I'm already, you know, like, why are you acting like this? You act like you're not my friend. We don't spend no time. You don't be calling me. He, it's always been that. Yeah. He's always been the closest to Mike. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, things started riffing whenever it was Ellen, Ellen Mike starting. So, for him at least. If, so, and then the right. Duffer brothers kind of ruined it by saying that, like, I think they knew when they watched it back, we didn't do necessarily a, a good job of portraying it. Portraying it, So, yeah. before it came out, they were like... You'll see um, the exploration of sexuality of Will's character. Mm. And so people are looking for it already. Oh, okay. See, I didn't see that either. Um, But yeah. But anyway. But yeah. So season five, I think, is going to be all about Will. I think it it begins with Will and it ends with Will. And I don't necessarily know what that means. But I think that... Um, I don't know. I just, I know that it's going to be all about him, obviously, because we, we saw the tickle on his neck. He feels it. Oh, he don't just feel it. You think he, you think he's got a demon in him? Vecna is, will host, he will be, he will host Vecna. You think so? Season, here's my theory. I could see that too, though. He will host Vecna. That's also part of Vecna's powers. He'll host Vecna. And I think he already kind of gave it away when he was telling us exactly how I know how Vecna feels. You know what I'm saying? I know how he thinks. He's always with me. He's all, he, like I think that was a foreshadow of us, him telling us mm. he is, is is inside of me. Mm. And at some point, he's probably going to control him. Yeah. There's a theory that says in the last scene that he was bleeding it, like from the nose. That's the other thing, right? Mm. Now, everybody's arguing about it. I should I should have pulled it up. Remember when they're sitting on the grass, they see the mind flare outside, the, the cloud of smoke. Mm-hmm. And in the background, they're saying that he's bleeding from the nose like Eleven is. Mm, I didn't see that. Some people are saying it's a shadow. So I don't know. I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll pull it up after this. Um, but I think that he will be Vecna. Vecna will be in him. And Vecna has to. The only way Vecna is gone is if he dies, which means Will will die in season five. I could see that. I think that... Um... I think that that's kind of where where I was thinking, but I didn't know how it would work. But Elle's yeah. gonna have to kill him because I. Ooh, that'd be tough. That would be tough. 
That would be tough. Why are my eyes Ooh. watering right now? Stop. That's tough. <laughs> El go had to chop out. Mm. That's tough. Oh my gosh, that is tough because then you got Jane and Hopper. I mean, Joyce and Hopper. That's true. I think Will is going to fight, though. Like, it's going to be his season. Will's going to fight. Will's going to accept it. Will's going to be like, oh, this has to be you. You got to do it. I'm fine with going. Sacrifice mm-hmm. me. Like, Will's going to sacrifice. Not, not like, Elle's going to kill him. Not like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get to the point where he's fought so hard and done all he can. And then he's going to be like, this is, I know that I have to be the sacrifice. Uh, I could see that. Yeah. You know, and I don't, I think Eddie's going to I want to see what other theories are for season five. Cause that's honestly, Kind of the only way that I see it because we're not just going to have a replay of season one, right? Right. I mean, it's not just going to be Will being stuck in the upside down. Right. Because I Because mean, we've already played through that. And we have so much knowledge about everything. Right. right. So Will knows so how to... So what could we do differently in season five? Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't know either, but Vecna's always been here. You, you've seen like the scenes of Vecna's clock in all the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um... And I just, I think that's what plays out, man. I, I, there's only, to me, that's the only beautiful way to wrap it up. Yeah. L's got to stay alive. Or L could die too. Because they're doing it. They just said they're doing a spinoff. Right? Oh, they are? Yeah. I have not been seeing any of this stuff. The Duffer Brothers got a spinoff. So uh, my assumption is with the spinoff, you can't have L in the spinoff. Mm-hmm. You can't have. Because she's already the main character. Yes. And her arc should be done. If she's in the spinoff, check it out. We just use her to kill everybody. Yeah. She's powerful enough. So we need to introduce somebody else in another way. It's Every, every story is about a challenge and how to overcome that challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So much like what I said earlier about the villains, if L defeats Vecna and then we have a spinoff, it's like, oh, we're just, we, why do we need a spinoff? We could just get season six. Yeah. Exactly. So, L probably is gonna die, or or there there will be some sort of um, diminishing or completion of her story. So maybe in the spinoff, it takes place in some other part of the world, hmm. and maybe L comes in as a um, a cameo, you know. Or maybe the spinoff is all about Russia. Well, I think Russia's done. Okay. I think Russia's done with the Demogorgons that they had that was there, pretty much got destroyed, mm-hmm. and the Demodogs got destroyed, and they're not gonna be able to come through. Hawkins and yeah. be in uh in and I also think that the the world that they're gonna die with Vecna. Yeah. Right? So Okay. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the spinoff's gonna be. You know, I, I need I to get on hope, uh I need to get on Stranger Things TikTok. I hope that uh they don't do nothing cheesy like Vecna dies and then it's like one drop of blood drops in the grass, you know, and it like seeps underneath and then it's like, mm. oh you know, like they didn't actually yeah. kill it. That's, don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah. Stranger writers, don't do that shit. That's corny. Please make it in something else. Corny, lame, yeah, lame boo, boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. tomato. Um, but that's one of my theories. I still think, oh, Max is... Um, mm, you think she's alive? You think she'll wake up? No. Max is gone. For all intents and purposes. And I think they showed that. You want to know why? Why? When, when Elle revived her went back into her brain that was nothing which either means she's brain dead or vecna has consumed her because there's nothing there 
So even if she does come back, she's not going to be the same Max. She will be blind. So I think Max is, is True. done. Max is like a host now. They might have to kill Max to kill Vecna. That's true. What if Max is Vecna? It would definitely be Will. Cause yeah. They gotta they true. gotta move. You know what I'm saying? He gotta move. True. So okay. it would it would definitely be Will. Uh, even though they had cast on all her legs, I feel like what I saw they only snapped two of them. Like they snapped one arm and then snapped one leg. Maybe she broke the rest when she fell. I don't know. Hmm, that's a good point. I thought it was all four, but maybe not. I need to go watch. But I'm telling you right now, y'all, that scene when he was holding her and screaming, Erica, help. And he mm-hmm. when he got to the Max and he kept saying, Max, Max, Max. And he was like, no, no, no. Wake up, bro. And Max died. I'll cry like a baby. Mm-hmm. And I can't watch that scene now without getting chills. Yeah, I have chills crying. talking about it. <laughs> like I get... My eyes get watered up. It's it's my other Will Smith. How come he don't want me? I can't watch that Will Smith scene without being immensely moved. And now, and I think this scene for me is on the same level. Yeah. Shout out to Caleb. That man acted his ass mm-hmm. off this season. Give him an Emmy, man. I'm on a Caleb train for a uh, train for an Emmy because he went sure. stupid. He, all of his speeches, all of his monologues, and all of his like moments were all very powerful. The moments of him, he was always on the edge, you know, like mm-hmm. he wanted to try to fit in with the with the jocks and he didn't, but he was fighting himself. But you can see that. But he also went back to his friends. So he risked his life by jumping in the window and getting information, trying yeah. to tell them that they're coming. Right. He played both sides. Then he gave the speech about like, I tried to be you. I'm not you. Mm-hmm. Even when he was talking to Max, every time he talked to Max, it was always something very very profound and powerful. Yeah. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm here now, Max. Like, you know, you don't have to tell me. Give it to me now. What are you, what are you writing a letter for? Tell me now. Remember that scene? Mm-hmm. Like, everything he said and everything he did was always just so profound. And then it just, it came to a, a head with that scene. Mm. And then him being in the hospital. That was the other thing, right? Nobody gave, nobody cared about Max and, and Lucas. What do you mean? When everything happened, think about this, bro. This is why I say they don't they don't care about Lucas at all. When everything went down, Hawkins split open. People are at um, you know, the gym trying to get peanut butter and jelly. We have that wonderful scene with um Eddie's stepfather or uncle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we have a scene of people packing a car and then and the pizza truck rolls up mm-hmm. and then Eleven gets out and everybody's like, oh, cool. And they're hugging and everything else, right? It's not, it's all of that time has passed before they're like, oh, you haven't heard. Like, you didn't hear what happened. We need to go see Lucas. Mm. That's when they go to the hospital. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? And I guess we could imagine that maybe the other half took them to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking. They already knew. But we want to know about Max, man. Yeah. Max was more in that moment after what just happened. I would have flipped it around. Max was more important than the 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 moment between Dustin and the and the uncle. That could have I could I would have flipped those two. Okay. We wanted we wanted to know about what happened to Max just then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. I'd have flipped that around, but All right. also I have another little rant. I had to play this real quick. It's not a rant, but um. 
we're going to take a small little break because uh, what do you guys say? Pay bills, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all about something real quick while Katie goes to the restroom. Uh, what? That's okay. She she acting like she don't. We all pee. You be all right. All right, y'all. Short little break while she is going to the restroom, but I want to tell you about a couple of things uh, before we get into the last part of the show. We do have um, a Patreon. So if you are loving the show and you really want to support us just a little bit more, we are self-funded. Um, so if you could subscribe to one of the levels of tiers on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Podcast. We have three different tiers. If you want to be a member of the fourth wall and join our discord where we talk about all this stuff and we drop different um, episodes and talk about different TV shows that we're watching and just just the community that we're building there, please join Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. You can follow us on all of our social media at Twitter, uh, IG, on TikTok at Podcast or some sort of iteration of that Pod. Um, also, we put out a feeler for... Um, if anybody would come out to a trivia night. And so we are based in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. That's not to say that we won't travel. Um, But I think what we are planning to start doing is to take our show on the road. And we are going to start going around doing some movie trivia uh, nights. We're going to also rent out some theaters and have some cool watch parties and just live events where we are engaging with you all. So be on the lookout for that. But honestly... Dropping that Patreon, you get so much more um, stuff. We're giving episodes early. We're giving you um, more breakdowns, more in-depth stuff with us, uh, merchandise, and discount on that merchandise as well. So please, please help me. I'm just joking. Please, please, please (laughs) do that. Katie is back, and we're going to jump into the final portion of this. I want to just say this about like TV shows in general. I'm going to play this. I don't know if you remember this part, but I want you to listen pretty closely, okay? You see, humans. Also, this is when Henry is explaining pretty much his, like, his sadistic nihilism to to Eleven. Are a unique type of pest, multiplying and poisoning our world, all while enforcing a structure of their own, a deeply unnatural structure. Mm. Where others saw order, I saw a straitjacket. A cruel, oppressive world dictated by made-up rules. Seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, decades. Each life, a faded, lesser copy of the one before. Wake up, eat, work, sleep, reproduce, and die. Everyone is just waiting. Waiting for it all to be over. All while performing in a silly, terrible play day Mm. after day. I could not do that. I could not close off my mind and join in the madness. I could not pretend. And I realized I didn't have to. That's one of my favorite monologues of all time. Yeah, that was good. Of all time. But here's what I'll say about all villains that kind of just don't make sense to me, right? <laughs> was he spe- speaking facts there? That boy's spitting. Right. He's spitting. But 
what you gonna do, bro? Like, what what world do you see? Right. Like I've always thought about that. Even with Thanos, with a bunch of other villains, you if you were on their side, you can empathize and recognize their vision. They have a vi- they have a reason for it. Of course, we're on the other end of the reason, so we're thinking to ourselves, that's a that's a crappy reason. Mm-hmm. But when you hear him talk, and he did this, and even that's why I love Thanos so much. Everything he said was very profound. Thanos, a lot of what he was talking about made sense. But what didn't make sense was his actions. How did he how he went about it? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The same here. I'm like, bro, what do y'all be seeing? And and the way that I, I processed this honestly was more so with some of these extremists, right, in our worlds. They think like Vecna. They think like Henry. They think like this. Or we are all programmed. We go to work. We eat. We sleep. We wake up. We do it again. We ha-ha, we perform. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. I envision a world that's better than that. They don't share that vision with us. What is your vi- What do you envision, bro? Yeah. Like, if your thing was to clear Hawkins, what next? Say you get that. What next? It's like people talking about depopulization. Oh, the powerful want to wipe everybody off the earth. And then what? Yeah. You know, what's beyond that? Well, and that whole monologue just reminds me of some of the things that people that are in the spotlight say, like, I guess influencers in general are like, oh, we have a greater purpose than to go to work and come home and pay bills and die, you know? And it's like, "Mm." so what's the purpose? I I believe them, and the only reason I believe them is because I feel like I'm going through that right now. No, no, no. I believe it too, but <laughs> but then what do you do? Right. Don't, we don't talk about it, right? Right. Where so are we what, working towards? what do we do? Yeah. What are right. we working towards? That's how I feel about a lot of these. Sometimes I, when I'm thinking about the villain arc, right? Obviously, we are the fourth wall, so we're getting told a story through a, uh, a protagonist um, perspective. It would have been different, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if the show was about Vecna. Yeah. We would think Eleven is a the enemy. Yeah. So, but maybe we would get more information about what do you see and how do we get there? Mm-hmm. How, how do we get there? That's the thing. Because you don't have to, what you're saying is a little wild, my buddy. Clearing all of Hawkins? Mm-hmm. Eh, I, I, do we need to like clean slate this place right possibly i mean we did you know jesus flood the world thanos just said half <laughs> he was good with half you know what i'm saying That's like fair, we yeah. got to do we just take half of the people away and let it be random and then we'll go from there but but when people say that today like in our society i'm like what do we do then because in order for you to live a life like that somebody has to be living the life that you don't want to live uh, 100%. 100%. It's like, oh, we could just do this. I'm like, yeah, but who's farming? Who's farming? Right. Like who? Who's making the food? Who's producing the food? Right. That you're eating. That you so, want to nourish your body with. Exactly. And we need, and so I always get back to the point of like, bro, we need, these are all skills. And so all of these skills should be appreciated and loved. And mm-hmm. farmers should be able to do very similar things as we do. 
right? They shouldn't have to work 12 hours where we just only work two because we want to work two and enjoy our time. Mm -hmm. That's not the world that we're thinking about. That's not the utopia we're thinking about, right? right? We're thinking about a utopia where everybody has to work, gets to work less and enjoy time with their family, friend, and community. And it's like, dang, how do we do that? And I just be thinking about these these shows. And the thing about these shows is that people are writing them. And that's that's the only like scary part in my mind about anything that we watch entertainment-wise. Mm-hmm. Is that this came from somebody's brain. And we will pass it because it's fictional. A show, yeah. It's a show. But you have to be in a dark place or at least something to be able to fathom killing out an entire earth yeah entire species entire the entire human race to start over yeah but even with i guess Thanos was doing himself on a on the thing when he was sitting down there picking up the he had to go cook and everything else Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm always just like what's what's after that you know yeah it's very interesting i had to play that for you but you want to play a game do you want to play a game you want to play a game do you want to play a game are you ready for this week's game i am okay we are back with guests that industry term. And shout out to people who have reached out to me and told me that they knew uh, the terms. So I think these terms this week should be pretty easy for you, okay? Okay. Um, all right. So term number numero uno is actually, I guess, an acronym. But MPA. What is MPA? Master of Public Administration. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's what my degree's in, though, if you didn't know. Um, motion Picture Association. Jordan face back. Swoosh. And that's the Good job, girl. Okay. Thank you. I see you. Motion Picture Association. Used to be Motion Picture Association of America. They dropped the of America part. Um, okay, that was too easy for you, but basically the Motion Picture Association is, uh, they say they are, they are the voice of the film and television industry, a community of storytellers at the nexus of innovation, imagination, and creative expression. Basically, they're an association and you know what they do? No. They do a lot of things, but they also give us our ratings for, for movies. Mm, I didn't know that. Yes. Now, here's a, here's a bonus question. (laughs) <laughs> what are the what are the ratings? G rated. Okay, what does that stand for? I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> okay. General population, I guess. I don't know. Um PG. Okay. Parental guidance. Okay. PG thirteen. Parental guidance under thirteen. Okay. And then R. Uh R-rated. I actually don't know what that stands for. Um, rated M for mature? Or is that just <laughs> video, video games? games. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say with movies, we have G, PG, PG-13, and R. Okay. Because that was a bonus question, uh, I won't strike you down for being wrong. Oh, no. Are there uh, more? Were those more. at least right? Yes. There's G is general audiences. Oh, wow. PG wow, is parental guidance. Uh, PG-13 is parent strongly caution. So oh. 13 and under. So you're supposed to 
some material may be inappropriate for children 13 and under. Mm-hmm. R, which is restricted. Restricted. Yes, okay. under 17 requires accompanying a parent uh, or an adult guardian. And then there's NC-17. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. Rated X, not triple X. No. Wait, NC- there's what? NC-17. I've never seen anything rated NC-17. That's because they never make it in theaters. Like, what theaters is- are not about to touch an NC-17 movie. What is that? So, NC-17 is no one under 17 is admitted. So, oh. it's a pretty much an adult-only film. Oh. And so, that's probably why most films are not I mean most theaters are not touching that okay uh, even though there's not like a hard like uh, there's no like stiff reasoning as to or um, guidelines for like sex and stuff mm-hmm. um, there are certain rules for certain ratings and that's why sometimes when you see a movie like it's being um, advertised or marketed and it's like not rated yet mm film is not yet rated yeah, yeah film is not yet rated it means it's probably going through the process because there's often times where like films will actually go for a rating we want this to be pg-13 mm-hmm. and then the people at the mpa will watch it and be like hey it didn't meet our standards so we have to rate it r and they're like no we need it to be pg-13 because the audience we're going for like well mm-hmm. this is rated r yeah and so they have to go back and like edit out certain things which okay. will change the story and so it that's happened a plethora of times do you feel like there should be something in between pg-13 and r no. I feel like that's a big jump. 13 to 17. Oh, yeah, true. Pretty much. True, though. Okay. And in 17, if you're under 17, you have to be accompanied with a parent, essentially. Yeah. And PG-13, you can go by yourself. You can yeah. be 13 and go by yourself. It just is, it might be inappropriate for people who are under 13. True. Uh, so parents are urged to be cautious. Some material may be inappropriate. Okay. Um, and then you have rated R and you have NC-17. So you'll probably never see an NC-17 movie. Also, though, I want you all to know that you don't have to have a movie rated. Really? Yes, to to exhibit it. Hmm. Movie doesn't have to be rated. Uh, but good luck getting it into somewhere to exhibit. Hmm. Okay, so that was an extra. But <laughs> here we go. And you better not Google this, so get off your phone. Okay. I was looking up NC-17 movies. <laughs> they're all, probably all pornos. To see why they're bad. No, most of these are like that I've seen so far are like uh they don't seem like pornos I don't know anyways like mob style movies oh then that means it's probably super duper gore but I'm assuming there's probably a bunch of sex in it okay like explicit porn type sex okay uh or if you're on tiktok I say corn uh uh, don't want no guideline violations but here we go the next question is, what is the 180 rule? Did I fall 180? Hey, that's not the, that should be the rule, uh, the thing for it, right? Um, the 180 rule? Yes. Does it have anything to do with degrees? Like 180 degrees? Um, yes. Hmm. I don't know. You should never cross 180 I don't know close you're uh, heating up you're heating up you're getting warm I don't know tell me alright because you said you don't know it's just kind of tough because you did get you that get but I'm going to go nothing. say that you get you nothing lose. That you lose good, good day, day sir um, so I'm just going to read it straight from here okay. this is very you know I'll explain it a little bit more 
Um, so the 180 rule, the GRI rule, is a basic guideline regarding the on-screen spatial relationship between a character and another character or an object within a scene. The rule states that the camera should be kept on one side of an imaginary axis between two characters so that the first character is always frame right and of the second character, right? So moving the character over this axis or jumping the line, crossing the line, breaking the 180 rule by shooting on all sides uh, is known as shooting in the round. Now, let me explain that a little bit for, further for you because you're probably like, what the hell did you just say? Mm-hmm. We are both sitting on a couch right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're looking at each other this way. The 180 rule would say it's an imaginary axis this way. Here's our axis going through your body that way and through my body this way. The camera needs to be placed either on this side of the axis or that side of the axis. Mm. Now, if they want to shoot the front side of it, then cool. Put it, The cameras will be over here. They can be anywhere. In a 180 degree radius. Right. Okay. But they can't flip this side. Mm. Now, that's not to say that you can't. You can do whatever you want to. But here's why I think it's very important. And you see this again in a lot of movies. The next time you're watching a movie and you're watching two people sit across from each other at a table and they're like eating dinner and they're having a conversation. Look at the camera angles. They're always on one side of the table. This mm-hmm. is the best way to like visualize it. Mm-hmm. Let's say they're on the left side. It's always the camera's always going to be on the left side of the table. Even if you're doing like an over the shoulder shot, it's still technically going to be on like the left side of the yeah. table, right? Depending on who's sitting there. Imagine if the camera had flipped to the other side of the table. Would that not be really weird? Because you may be, in your brain, you're saying to yourself, this person's on the right, this person's on the left. And so it makes sense for them to talk to each other. So mm-hmm. when we get angles from another uh, angle, he's looking one way, right? Mm-hmm. If you were to flip the camera to the other side, that that same character is now going to be looking a different way. It almost looks like he's talking to himself. Mm. I see what you're saying. Right? So if the, if I'm looking straight this way, the camera's on my left side, mm-hmm. and I'm talking to somebody over here. If I flip the camera, I'm on now the entirely different side of the screen. It looks like I'm just replying to myself. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to look for that. Very. I can, I'm going to, of course, I'll post some stuff on uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram reels and stuff like that, breaking, out, breaking down the 180 rule. Uh, but... You will see this all the time. You will also see that they will break this all the time. Hmm. Sometimes they break it and it makes sense. And sometimes they have to break it. And the way that they have to break it, they use blocking. Somebody will get up and move to a different area, right? Mm, yeah, Which will yeah, shift yeah. the axis. And now they're able to get to the other side. You see that all the time. Uh, but congratulations for going one for two. Thank You're you. still staying, I think, 50% strong. I think so. You're batting uh, 500, which is... Pretty incredible good. yeah incredible incredible um thank y'all for staying around this long this was a longer episode but i can go over i just love stranger things so i can super nerd out on stranger things but um again shoot us an email if you have any thoughts or comments and uh y'all keep nerding out man keep nerding out and always press next see you next week